Hello and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Steamy, and as usual, I'm joined by Chisai236. Yo! She has become hip and cool since the last episode. I am so hip, I am so the coolest, and the, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. I think you need to work on your freestyle rap, though. Mm. The current score... Uh, 16, 15 to Pokemon. And this time we'll be discussing the 32nd episodes, No Big Whoop, and If I Only Had a Heart. And we recommend watching the episodes before you listen. And you don't have to, but it's recommended. Shall we begin with no big whoop? Whoop. No big whoop. Whoop whoop whoop. whoop Is it whoop whoop or whoop? I'm guessing it's a whoop because it's supposed to be a whooper pun. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Like I knew this was the whooper episode just when you told me what the title was last time. I was like, oh, it's a whooper episode. Nice. It is a nice. Whooper is a good boy. And we're on the way to Goldenrod City. And we're still not there yet. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> we have some filler along the way. I remember there was one episode where you said we had 13 episodes until Goldenrod. I forget how many episodes ago that was. I was actually gonna keep track. We still have 10 left, including this one. We're making progress. Not enough, though. <laughs> Why is it so far away? I don't know. Goldenrod's just forever and ever away from the last place. What was it? Azalea Town. Not that the anime helps me remember that. Usually, mostly it's just the games. I know it's Azalea, the Ilex Forest, then Goldenrod. But the anime somehow makes that last an eternity. It's like the narrator mocks you. She's like, hey, you think we're getting to Goldenrod today? No chance. Nah. First, we have to go past this Whooper Preschool. <laughs> okay, first, we have to talk about Whooper Preschool. What the heck is a Whooper preschool? What? It's obviously a preschool for Whooper. But why? Is there that high of a demand for a preschool specifically for Whoopers? Like, it's not even a water preschool. It's specifically Whooper. Like, is this area just, like, Whooper infested? So all the Whoopers need to be in a special place where a, a lady who who's an expert in whoopers, can take care of whoopers? Is that how this works? Like, I just don't understand. And and it's like, I, there's not even a ton of whooper in this area. So what the heck is- What? <laughs> why is- What? Why whoop? Why? Why? Do Pokemon go to school? Was that a thing this whole time? I don't understand. They didn't call it a daycare, they called it a preschool. Do they evolve and then go to, like, primary school and stuff? Quiet, there's just a, like, a middle school full of Quagsire. <laughs> they all start bullying each other because they're teenagers. Your face looks weird. The Whooper have weird faces. I mean, I know they're not Ditto, but I like to call that Ditto face. It's pretty similar. Yes, it's very similar to Ditto face. Just the dots and a very long smile. They kind of look like they want to eat you. Yeah, especially when they open their mouth like, Ha! I am going to eat you. I am staring into your soul right now, and soon you won't be able to escape me. It's just, it's unnerving. It is a little bit. Especially when there's like the close-up zoom of a whooper's face, and it's like, okay. 
Yeah, when it's just the full screen, it's just Wooper staring into your soul. It's like, can you feel the same pain I feel? Do you hear my internal screaming? They just keep playing the tambourine. It never ends. It won't stop. It won't stop. To be fair, though, I do like the, the whole tambourine gag of Misty can't play tambourine, the easiest instrument. The best I can imagine is that it's just that she doesn't have any rhythm, because that's really the only thing you can mess up with a tambourine. And then Togepi is like, I got this. Togepi is very cute. Yes, the cutest egg. Good egg. Such a good egg. Good egg. Who babysits all of the whooper because Ash and Co. just leave. Uh, and just think if Brock hadn't slipped and fallen, they wouldn't have even bothered. But no, Brock had to slip and fall because the lady couldn't keep track of her dang whoopers. It's her one job. Yeah, your one job is to keep track of these weird fish things. These little axolotls that for some reason can breathe outside of the water. An axolotl can't breathe outside of water? Are they like fish? Yeah, they're fish. They're like fish. Hmm. I need to look up a picture of them again because they're cool. They are neat. Shiny Whooper is pink, which I like because a color that an actual axolotl can be is like a pinkish color. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think it's that or like white and then like dark gray. I'm just looking at Whooper trivia because that's fun. Whooper has the lowest base stat total of all ground type Pokemon. That's sad. <laughs> I guess it's then technically the worst ground type Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst water Pokemon, so it's got that going for it. Wait, what? Apparently, Wooper can't learn Tackle. It only knows it for the anime. Huh, I actually didn't expect that, but... I thought, like, every Pokemon could learn Tackle. I did too. <laughs> it was like Tackle or Pound or something. It can learn Slam, so that's fair enough. So it learns Slam, but not, like, Tackle or Pound? That's interesting. Oh, I wish I'd used Earthquake in the episode. Ash and them get left alone with Wooper, and then all of a sudden the ground and everything starts shaking, and they just, and they just look over at the Wooper, and then the... Her whooper is just standing there staring at them with, like, a big open smile while its tail, like, hits the ground, causing the earthquake. It's like, I'm a natural disaster. I was just going to say, like, is there anything else besides whooper we want to talk about? Or is that all that this episode has that's good? Well, there was one thing that I thought was kind of hilarious, because Team Rocket's also in this episode. They don't do anything at all but they are in this episode it's just kind of hilarious because they're like they're trying to find a rare pokemon to essentially sell it so they have money and food and all that you know their usual shtick and i'm like you have a wobbuffet that's a really rare pokemon and like hello i'm not saying you guys should get rid of wobbuffet because i love wobbuffet but you're also idiots i think they're smart enough to identify poisonous mushrooms that's good james is Jesse's like, nah, it's fine. And then poor Team Rocket are like, oh, we're gonna go get some mushrooms for a mushroom soup. They're out foraging for mushrooms. And then, like, Meowth mistakes Wooper for a mushroom somehow and gets distracted. And so Wooper just goes over to the basket of mushrooms that they they spent all day, like, gathering and just eats them. It is like this, this one special Wooper with a heart pan on its chest, I think. Alicia, yeah. So that's like her her own whooper has a little heart on it. Her special whooper. Also, her whooper is literally a psychopath. It tried to kill Ash and Misty and uh, Pikachu. <laughs> like they're going across a bridge and it legitimately just like starts shaking the bridge and like hopping around, making the panels break. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like if you, I get that you don't want to get caught, but you don't need to murder them. That would be the bad ending. It's just, they fall into the river and drown. And they almost did! No, they were fine. Ash said himself, they were fine. 
Like they were dangling from the bridge way over the side of a cliff, but no, they're okay. They're totally fine. They sent Pikachu to, to go after Wooper, and then uh, when they cut back, they're fine. They're they're running up behind Pikachu to come after Team Rocket, who tried to take Wooper. Yeah, they're fine. Also, I'm pretty sure Wooper's not rarer than Wobbuffet. Why take Wooper again? You have a Wobbuffet. I think they just wanted him because he was so cute. Yeah, that's true. Like, Jesse gets really mad at him, and they're just like, Oh, but it's so cute. I can't be mad at that face. That derpy, just empty face. <laughs> the derpy, empty face. Whooper's face terrifies me. It sure is a blank stare with terrifying eyes, yeah. Especially when there's like 12 of them all on screen, just staring. Just a swarm of Whooper that are just like, hi. Just like, we see you. Also, I don't know if you felt the same, but basically after Alicia meets Ash and them, she gets a call from her mom. And they're like, oh, what's wrong? And Alicia's like, oh, my mom broke her leg. And now she's lying to me about whether or not she's okay. So I really want to go and see her, but I can't because of the whooper. And I'm like, that took a real turn. Like, you could have just said she was sick or something. But no, it's like very specific. No, she fell and broke her leg. It's like, okay. (laughs) I don't know why, but for some reason that seems like oddly detailed for Pokemon. Like she fell, broke her leg, and now she's not not doing well. Only that, she's just like, no, don't worry about me. I, I only broke my leg. Don't don't come check if I'm okay. Yeah, and then also, Alicia's like an idiot, because she's like, oh yeah, random people I literally just met. Please take care of my, like, literal livelihood while I'm gone. Thank you. Bye. I don't know how she makes a living from this anyway. I don't know either, but I'm assuming it's what she does for a living. Yeah, like, does she get paid? How... How food get. They don't explain it at all, but my assumption is it is basically a daycare that's specifically for Wooper for some reason. Like, the Wooper don't get sent home at the end of the day, so I think they're just wild Wooper, and then her special one. I don't know, I guess the only way she can make money off of it is if it's like a daycare, and it's like, okay, you can just bring specifically Wooper here. It doesn't make much sense, really. Well, none of it makes sense, so... True. Why, why Whoop preschool? We'll never know. Why, why Brock like women so much? So much, so much harassment of women. Why? It's that he harasses them. It's like, okay, you know, calm yourself, please. Just instant love for every woman he ever sees. Yeah. It's like, hey, Brock, have you tried getting to know someone? Spending time with them? Not in a creepy, I love you, I just saw you, but I love you sort of way? It's like in a legitimate, friendly, human way. Friendly, human way. Friendly, yeah, in a friendly, human way. Can you do the human way, Brock? The normal way. The way that involves not immediately just falling in love with them and creeping them out. Because that's not how real life works. No. To be fair, no one, well, pretty much no one ever reciprocates. Yeah, yeah, no one does, which is at least realistic, because it's like, no, you're just, you're a weirdo. The only unrealistic thing is that he hasn't been pepper sprayed yet. I wouldn't be surprised if he has. There probably is an episode where he's being pepper sprayed. I feel, has he been attacked by someone's Pokemon? I feel like that must have happened before. I can't think of one myself. I know, I know later in later uh, seasons, he gets his own Pokemon that, like, Take care of him, quote unquote. Just keep him on a tight leash. Not to not to spoil Sinnoh region, but like Krogunk is the best thing in that because he just poison jabs him to get him to stop. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I have vague memories of Krogunk. Krogunk is the best. For now, it's just Misty dragging him along by the ear and telling him off. Which, how he still has an ear at this point, I will never know. They just sew it back on after every episode. Ah, ouch. Misty was in the episode as well. Misty was there, and and that's about it. (laughs) She did some things. She sure was there doing stuff that involved tambourines and whoopers. Yeah, I'm glad she got a little bit involved at least, since it was Wasp Pokemon. It wasn't just Ash taking the lead. I mean, Misty almost got to die as well on that bridge. There was more deaths than just Ash. More than one life at stake. You're right. That makes it an interesting episode about Whooper Preschool. Would I go as far as interesting? I was being sarcastic, but yeah. Neither would I. <laughs> no. Like, really, without the Whooper, this episode's just very bland. Yeah, super, super bland. It's it's literally just a detour for no reason. Yeah. So was it filler? <laughs> yes. It was definitely filler. Absolutely filler. Because it's filler, fill the night. And it's gonna stay stuck like this until we get to Goldenrod. And honestly, there really just isn't much with this episode to talk about. It's just kind of forgettable. Kind of? Kind of forgettable? The only bit that stood out to me was that Alicia's mum apparently fixed her leg and got out of the cast within the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, because she comes back, she's like, my mom's fine. It's like, okay. They took the cast off and everything, just like, she broke her leg a few hours ago. Okay, but we probably shouldn't look our gift horse in the mouth, because let's be real here. If they did it in real time, like, oh, I'm going to have to stay with my mom for at least a week, because she's going to be in a cast for a while, and it's going to be hard for her to, to work around. Ash and them would be stuck there to this day. <laughs> They'd become a quagsire school. Before they leave. Why didn't Ash catch a whooper? Why didn't Misty catch a whooper? Why did no one catch a whooper? Because they're not their whoopers. But, but they're, they're catchable, right? But they're not their whoopers. But it's never really stated if they're just wild whooper or they actually belong to people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, we know Alicia has captured the special one, but the rest, they could be anyone's. Yeah, they, they really, really did not explain a dang thing. <laughs> They were just like, here's a lot of whooper. Tons of whoop. Smudge whoop. Much whoop. <laughs> Yay. Aren't you happy there's so many whooper on the screen at the same time? Yes. All the whooper. They're all copy paste of each other, but sure. <laughs> so many whooper. So many whooper. So yeah, overall thoughts. It was just so bland. It was an episode that exists. Yeah. Without the whooper, this episode is nothing. With the whooper, this episode is nothing. <laughs> The Whooper barely, in fact, I don't think the Whooper even managed to redeem it. It's just very boring. This episode literally just exists to be the, hey, we put Whooper in an episode episode. Pretty much. And unfortunately, they didn't bother to make it interesting. So, hey, if your favorite Pokemon is Whooper and you're watching this, I'm so sorry. Yeah, there's just nothing new. Nothing at all, yeah. Except for Whooper. There was Whoopers here. Why Whoop? No big Whoop. They got the title right, at least. This, what is this episode? No big whoop. Let's remove the exclamation mark and replace it with a sad face. Sad <laughs> face. Yes. There we go. No big whoop. Crying face. Although if you give it a whooper face. There we go. Now it's a whoop, whooper face. Wasted 20 minutes of my life watching this episode. 20 minutes I will never get back. You're welcome, Cheesai. Thanks, Stevie. Oh, I bet that would be depressing. You tallied up all the time you've spent sitting watching Pokemon episodes. <laughs> That's not true. Like, some of it's good. 
Some of it. Some of it. Pokemon is a lot of filler, though. Most of that is filler. Some of the filler is good as well. That's true. It's just a lot of it is the same. Oh, well. At least Digimon gave us something different this week. Kind of. <laughs> hint, hint. Shall we move on? <laughs> Let's move on to If I Only Had a Heart. I don't know any other words from that song. It's been too long since I've seen that film. But The Wizard of Oz is a classic film. Yes. Strongly recommend. Anyway, Digimon. 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 Digital monsters. Digimon are the champions. Which is no longer true. Because now just Blackwell Greymon is the champion. Well, Blackwell Greymon's a mega. He's a big boy, to put it in technical terms. Yes. They spend like... Five minutes showing just how much of a big boy Blackwell Greymon is. This episode basically just starts as previously on Shadow the Hedgehog Jr. continues to angst and fight. I know we've made the Shadow the Hedgehog joke like pretty much every time he showed up, but it's kind of too perfect. So I'm just going to keep going with it. I mean, it's hard to to refuse it, really. He is just Shadow the Hedgehog. He is the ultimate life form. He doesn't know why he was created, but it's his purpose. My purpose is only to fight. I will always fight. How long till he travels in time to save some random girl that he falls in love with? Maria. Oh, Maria. I No, I think Maria was his friend. I forget. I know Maria's important, but it's been a while since I've watched anything Sonic related. Jeez, I. Ogimon is Maria. Oh my god. <laughs> it keeps it continues. Agumon is Maria. <laughs> right now we get to talk about Edgy McEdgelordmon. Yes, Edgy McEdgelordmon is a very good name, yes. I think that's too long. It's too much of a mouthful. A little bit, yeah. Black War Edgemon? Black War Edgemon. I like that. It works too with the, the giant claw things. Honestly, like the bit where he just goes to shake Agumon's hand and it's just there with like the massive arm and the big claws. Just like, my arm's the same size as this small dinosaur. It's bigger than this small dinosaur. I do find it endearing that he sits down cross-legged to talk to him. Politely he sits down and talks to Agumon. That's very cute. Yeah, but it's sad that he is just empty inside and very confused. Yeah, you can't blame him. I mean, he was literally born... From a spider lady pulling her hair out and collecting a bunch of dark tower thingies. Not the funnest life. Don't you hate when spider ladies do that? Yeah, don't you hate when that happens? Just the worst. It's your typical week. Gotta deal with this again. Blackfall Greymon, he sure is a character. He has... So many questions, but no thoughts. Also, speaking of Blackwater Greymon, we randomly have Destiny Stones? Like, what? They literally just dropped this, like, oh yeah, the Destiny Stones. I'm like, oh, you're not doing this. You're not literally midway through the series going like, oh yeah, this important thing that was totally important to the entire plot of this entire series. But yeah, they're like, oh yeah, the Destiny Stones, the Destiny Stones. Everyone knows about the Destiny Stones. Like, what are the Destiny Stones? We don't know. Okay, cool. Good talk. They've always been a thing. Always been a thing, but we also don't know what they do. It doesn't matter. They're just stones of the Destiny. Yeah, they're super important, but we don't know what they do. What they do is they get destroyed by Shadow the Hedgehog. Because apparently they... Cause him extreme pain and hypnotize him, I guess? But he was he was hurt when it was hurt. So, like, what do you take that as supposed to be protecting them? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. He just started getting an excruciating pain and then 
he just destroyed it. So I was like, uh, okay. Is Agumon just that bad to look at? What does Agumon say when he starts to leave? He says, I was going to make s'mores. Like, oh, Agumon. Agumon, the worst defender of anywhere ever. Just he's like the most powerful Digimon in two worlds, as he puts it, approaching. It's just like, let's strike up a conversation. Yeah, and he can't even evolve without Ty. So it's like, uh, you could literally die right now. Maybe if you could evolve to Mega, you'd be okay. Did no one tell him about Black or Greymon? I guess not. That feels really bad. <laughs> well, then again, in like real time, not much time has passed, I don't think. I think that scene with Agumon and Black War Greymon is like the end of that day. Like we've just now gotten to the end of the day since he was created. No, because the kids have been wiped out once and then gone back again. So it can't be the same day. You're right. Like there was a whole last episode in between. So it's been a few days. At least, yeah. I guess they've just not bothered telling the other Digimon anything because they are bad at teamwork. They are bad at actually doing the thing they're supposed to do, which is taking care of the digital world. Like, keep communications open. Keep Agumon in the loop so he doesn't start trying to give life coaching to the edgelord as he approaches. I mean, at least he tried to talk to him. You know, diplomacy is also an important trait. It's also not his forte. His forte is, is going numb. Yeah, food is his forte, which the s'mores make sense. Could you imagine if they hadn't gotten interrupted, though? Agumon trying to explain to Lackware Greymon what a s'more is and how you make it and how you eat it and everything. That would be cool. Whatever happened to Blackboard Greymon? And then uh, Agumon calls Ty and like, Ty, come see my new friend. How did you manage this? All he wants to do is destroy things. I'm like, no, now all he wants to do is destroy s'mores. <laughs> With his teeth. Nom, 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 nom. I want art of Blackboard Greymon and Agumon just eating s'mores. Blackboard Greymon just uses the claw. It's just a marshmallow on the end of it. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's cute. That's adorable. Blackboard Greymon is cute, which is a strange thing to say when he's like the most powerful evil Digimon right now. A little, but it's fun. Is fun the right word? Uh, yes, I suppose. It's kind of interesting, I guess. It's not often you get existential crises from people in Digimon. True. Yeah, he is having a huge existential crisis. But to be fair, he was born out of literal nothing. I summed up his whole thing in one line where it just says if I'm not real, how do I feel? If I'm not real, how do you feel? Why do I feel empty? Yeah. Maybe he's just hungry. Maybe. Maybe. I've made that mistake before where I think I feel sick and bad and I'm actually just hungry. I do that where I'm like, oh god, I'm super hungry and then I drink water and I'm like, oh, I was just thirsty. <laughs> I like how he's having this whole crisis about just like, oh, maybe he just needs a snack. He hasn't eaten since he was born and he just got born so he doesn't know how to eat. So if you give him some food, maybe that does solve everything. So many alternate timelines you could have. But we get the worst one. We get the one where Gatumon is a cat. She mentioned nine lives because she, cause she's a cat, and, and that's a cat thing. You mean where she's just a cat pun vehicle? Yeah. Cat puns. Cat puns. Cat puns. It's like, what else are the last of our nine lives? Haha, funny joke. Also, going back to Black War Greymon's existential crises. So this is the infamous episode that has the flower scene in it, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Because it's kind of like, I, I think what they're trying to go for is it's like, he has this want to protect life. And he's kind of uh, like, why am I alive? Why do I care about some things? Why do I want to fight? 
why do I, you know, why am I having feelings? What are feelings? But his inner monologue with the flower is that the flower is alive and he isn't. So he's not worth, you know, he's not worth feeling or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, that flower is alive. You know, that flower that's in the digital world, you know, where things are not alive if you're not a Digimon. (laughs) It's like, it's literally just like background pixels, essentially. It's not alive. If it's not a Palmon walking around, the flower's not alive. No, plants must be a thing. Plants are alive in the digital world, right? How? They have trees and forests and stuff. No, but I'm saying it's just background. It's not, they're not literally living. They're not doing photosynthesis and, you know, taking in, uh... They might be. We don't know how digital flowers work. But why would they need to? There's no reason for them to be alive. They're just digital construct. If it's a simulation of a flower, won't it do all the the flowery things? I guess, but that doesn't make it a real flower. If you build a robot flower to do everything that a real flower does, that doesn't make it a real flower. But then how is it any different to the Digimon? Because the Digimon are, are just data doing data things. Yes, but they have consciousness and they eat and they have to like actually sustain themselves like a living thing. So they're a lot closer than just this background stuff that just is there. I think the flower is still alive. It's just not sentient. I think that's, is that the difference you're saying? Is that the flower is not sentient? No, it's, it has no like function. So like the Digimon need to eat because they're living things that need food and need energy and need... The flower doesn't need that. There's no sun in the digital world. There's no photosynthesis. There is. There must be a sun in the digital world because we get night and day. Yeah, but again, it's a simulation. It's not an actual sun. But it does exactly the same thing. So how is it any different? We don't know if it makes the same rays. It's not It's not the physical sun, so it doesn't have the same makeup of the real sun in the real world. So those plants don't... They're just fake. Everything's fake. The essent- it's essentially a plastic plant. But not plastic. <laughs> but the digital world is its whole of the this whole of the plane of existence in parallel to ours. I think in this one, yeah, it's supposed to be a parallel. Yeah, so like it's I still think it's just as alive as a flower in our world. But how though? Like it still does all this the same things. Just because it is made out of data doesn't make it less of a flower. We haven't ever seen plants or anything grow, have we? They're just there. I don't know. Maybe? There probably is like some obscure moment in an episode where something grows or something dies or whatever. But I can't think of it right now. Yeah, I just think it's like decoration. Like, it's not real. Because there's no reason for it to to be alive. And there's no way for it... There's no way for it to be alive and there's no reason for it to be alive. Why is there no way for it to be alive? Because the way real plants work, none of that exists in the digital world. There's no air. There's no sun. Air exists. It kind of exists. If there's no air, then the kids are so dead every time they go. But they're becoming something digital. So they can exist in a place without air because they're not, a, they're not a body anymore. They're not a human body. So do you just think the whole digital world is fake? Yeah, it's digital. The Digimon have sentience and need to like live and sustain themselves, but that's... That's about it. Then why does any of it matter? It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, the Digimon, if you kill them, they, they just get reborn. None of, none of it really matters. But that outlook is depressing. It is depressing, but that's how it works. I, I mean, yeah, there's some things that they just don't explain, but 
that's the only way it makes sense. It's kind of like the emotional moment of the first season where, you know, Angemon sacrifices his life and it's like, oh my god, he's dead. Oh wait, no, he's not. He's fine. He's just an egg. But the egg is still Patamon and still exactly the same. It's like, okay, so life has no meaning and death doesn't exist. Okay, cool. Good to know. You're hurting my brain. And this is what an existential crisis is like. <laughs> Except we're talking about a hypothetical fake world instead of real life. But like, in my mind, the digital world is just on par with the real world. Like, it has the same significance and the same sort of structure and everything. It's just like a mirror image sort of thing. So, in my mind, that flower is just like an earth flower. It's just on the other world. It's made out of data instead of atoms. That's sort of the way I... I think it works. Yeah, I guess, but the thing is, like, the digital world isn't a planet. It doesn't have an ozone. It doesn't have oxygen. It doesn't have a star that it orbits around that's actually a sun made of plasma and UVB rays. And, you know, none of that exists. None of that works. No, it It doesn't. There's no solar system. There's no space. There's no nothing. Then how do they fly to the sun at the end of season one if it doesn't exist? It was, it wasn't like the, it's like, I don't know. It's like a. How do they have night and day if there's no solar system or there's no planet spinning? Because, okay, so like you're, you're on the right track where it's like, it's a simulation. It is like, oh, day is bright, night is dark, but there's no actual moon. There's no physical moon and there's no physical sun. Those things don't really exist here. But how do you know? We don't have enough information from the anime to know, like, do all the same rules of physics apply? I assume they do just because it's basically identical to our world except there are digimon instead of people it just i just don't think it works the same way because it doesn't make sense for it to i think it makes more sense than it's the matrix but it is it's not a real place okay (laughs) it's not like it's a parallel world but it's not the same it's not like we're talking about a different timeline of earth that runs parallel it's a different world all on its own that exists in our technology like it's not the same thing I think we connect to it through our technology, but it doesn't, it isn't like it was made from a, I don't know how the anime explains it. Like if we made the digital world or if it was there before and we just connected using our electronics or what. Uh, I forget how this one works, but they're all different. Yeah, they just go with whatever suits. But like, I, I don't know. It's up to interpretation, but for me, it's like the flower isn't real. So his his argument about like, oh, the flower is alive and I'm not. It's like you're as alive as that flower is. You're both made from the same world, the same not real stuff. It's just that you have sentience and have actual thoughts. I think Blackwell Greymon's confusion is more with his like his origin like his birth because he wasn't just like naturally born or didn't evolve or whatever he was just constructed well he starts having feelings and Ario Kenimon makes fun of him for it and it's like you don't have feeling i just created you and it's like well i must have feeling because i feel things i am feeling things and then and then they're arguing about that the feeling he has is the absence of feelings because he feels empty <laughs> But that's basically just depression, so that is a feeling. He's kind of just wondering what he's for, because he was just made. But his initial purpose, he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't want to just do what Arukenimon and Mummymon want him to do, because he's like, no, screw you guys. No, I'm tougher than you. Go away. If I understand anything, I understand a pecking order, so get the heck out of here. <laughs> Arukenimon and Mummymon had a decent idea, just use more control spires. But they should have put it into one Digimon instead of 25. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was weird. Like, why would you make a herd of mammoth mon instead of just making... Well, I guess if they want to prevent another black or gray mon from happening, that kind of makes sense. True. If it just went AWOL again. So they probably want to be like, okay, what's the strongest we can make where it'll still follow our orders? Which in ultimate makes sense. Okay, I'll forgive that then. That does make sense. This episode hurts me. There's there's a lot going on here. And of course, they explain none of it. So we have to sit here and, and argue about it for like 30 minutes because they just don't give us any, any information. None of the, the questions have answers because it's all just philosophy. Right, but they could answer these questions. They could answer like, this is how the world works. This is how this works. This is how the plants work. This is how the, the air and the sea and the... The planets and the, you know, they could explain all of that, but they just don't. Yeah, but this episode doesn't ask those questions. It asks more like, what is the meaning of life and existence? Right, but if you don't set up what life and existence is in this digital world, then you you don't have an answer for any of it. I mean, we don't have an answer in real life either. But at least we know what our planet is and what our world is, at least. That's at least more information than they have. I guess Digimon are all they. It has. Don't call it an it, that's rude. Don't call it an it. Don't call them an it. That's better. This episode does hurt your head a bit. We kind of nosedived into it, into questions that didn't need questioning. It's all questions, no answers, because they're just really deep, silly questions. Yeah, about this world I wish had better writing. What is this episode filler? No? I don't think so, because Destiny Stones... Or a thing, and that's about it. Which is lame, but it is a plot thing, so... It's better than Pokemon, at least. Yeah, at least there is plot in Digimon. And overall thoughts on this episode? It was existentially uh, crisising. Much crisis. Very existential. Wow. It hurts my head. <laughs> I wonder how long that conversation went. Was that like 15 minutes or 10 minutes or something? It was probably like 25 minutes with half of that being silence as we just both try and think like wait how does this work it is the is the is the flower a lie and digital flower life is is big dino good or no <laughs> no good 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 no good bad smalls is black the new life because <laughs> like orange is the new black but black is the new anyway literally my overall thoughts are just written down as eh. <laughs> i think that should be air with a question mark just eh. <laughs> Huh? What? Why? Why Why all this? Why does this exist? Can someone make the sense for me, please? I am so confused. I know how Davis feels now. Don't understand anything here. Yep, that's Davis. He says that his brain hurts when he thinks. I can empathize with that now. I understand your plight now. I understand. Okay. Is there anything else? Or shall we compare these two things? Compare the two things. Onwards with the episode. Compare the things! Now it's time for Mano a Mano, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing about life and death and existence and oh my god, these episodes. Yes. <laughs> so, let's pick our monster of the week. My vote is for Agumon, because he was the best boy. Yeah, I like the little therapist Agumon. That was cute. I agree with that. Just, like, going on about, oh, I know I have a heart, I just don't know where it is. He tries so hard. Agumon did good. Agumon tried to talk to him and, and kept, a, kept a cool level head. He offered s'mores. He did all the things that were right. That's how you cure depression, by the way. Just just give, give people s'mores. Someone having a bad day? S'mores. Everything is better. 
Unless they're allergic to one of the ingredients of a s'more, then don't do that. Thank God you gave the caveat there. Allergies are important. Always ask people what their allergies are if you make them food, because that's important. Fair enough. Did you have an alternate pick, or was it Agumon as well? No, it was Agumon. Agumon was good. Who was worse, Ash or Davis? I I mean, neither of them were really in in their episodes. (laughs) So, I guess... I don't know. I honestly don't know for this one. Neither of them did anything bad. No. Neither of them did anything particularly good either. Mm-hmm. Ash said he was fine when he was dangling from the edge of a cliff, which is pretty stupid. Sorry, Pikachu, I'm okay. It's like, no, you're not. You're, you're about to fall to your death. We don't know how they got back up. It was probably just Bulbasaur using Vine Whip as usual, but still. And what did Davis do? I don't even remember Davis being in this episode. He played some video games, which is relatable. Very relatable. Video games are good. Honestly, I think Julie was the worst. Huh? Julie. Julie was the worst. Julie? Whatever Davis's sister's called. Is it Judy? Oh, oh. Or July. It starts with a J. She's annoying. (laughs) She's very annoying. She is... Uh, Digimon writers don't know how to write women syndrome. Like, like, oh my god, I have a pimple. My life is over. It's like, no one talks like that. Yes, some girls hate it when they get pimples, but no one talks like that. Okay, I need to find out a name. The fact that we can't remember says a lot. June. I got the wrong month. It's June. There we go. How did I get that so wrong? Yes, June, not July, was the worst. Yes, June is the worst. Yes. Because she turned off Davis's game console while he was still playing. Oh, that too. That's unforgivable. How dare you? You just don't do that. Yeah, the worst. It's so bad. Who does that? A monster. Plus, she has had a negative vote before. So, <laughs> since Davis and Ash were both pretty okay, I'm happy with giving it to her again. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. She actually gives her negative two points. <laughs> She's not even supposed to be in consideration for this one. She's not even in the runnings. It's like, Ash is bad, Davis is bad, Ash is bad, Davis is bad, June's bad. Okay, keep going. Ash is bad, Davis is bad, Ash is bad, June's bad. <laughs> That's how bad this character is. There's always an exception to the rule. And in this case, it's June. Yes, because she's just that bad. We can't keep her out of this bad list. I can't really vote down Ash or Davis this time. They were both just okay. Yeah, they, they were fine. They did the stuff they were supposed to do. And neither of them had terrible jokes so there's just nothing to differentiate them from each other they're pretty much both good both bland (sighs) but who was our favorite human character this time i don't know about this one either (laughs) both the episodes are just so bland it's very heavy on the monsters too like it's everything's about whooper and everything's about blackboard graymon so it's like anything else is like i don't know My pick, just because I had to pick one, was Misty. Yeah, Misty's probably the best option, because at least she, like, does stuff and, like, takes initiative in getting the whooper under control and stuff. She had more than five lines, which made a a nice change. She did have more than five lines for once. I'm just glad she got involved with the water Pokemon, because that is her thing. She should have let her water Pokemon out and play. I'm sure Poliwag would have had fun with the whooper. And do you have a favorite, or is it just kind of like, eh? Eh, it's hard to pick a human for these episodes, I think. Yeah, like, nothing stood out in either of the episodes, really. So yeah, getting on to the the best storyline. Nothing stood out in either of these episodes, really. (laughs) Both the episodes were very bland. Yeah, I I will pick uh, Digimon, though, because I do like the- I do enjoy the actual little therapy session with Agumon and Lequagramon. I think that that's actually really cute. Agumon's just like, hey, how are you? Are you doing okay? You you need to sit down and talk, buddy? Agumon's so nice and supportive. 
That's so sweet. And mental health is important, even if you're a control-spired created Digimon. So I think this is nice. I think especially if you're a control-spired created Digimon. Yeah, have a good point there. I agree, though. Digimon was just more interesting. Pokemon is, is nothing we've not seen before. It was just very, very run-of-the-mill. At least Digimon tried something new. It may not have been perfect, but it was new. Good enough. Something. It's something. Sometimes that's all you can hope for. I think most of the time, that's all you can hope for from these shows. Yeah. Okay, final question. Which episode deserves the point? Uh, I'm gonna go with Digimon. I don't know if I want to agree on that. But at least something was happening in Digimon. Pokemon was literally just, let's run around with Whooper for 20 minutes. What I'm thinking now is, which episode would I rather watch again? And yeah, it would would probably be Digimon. Yeah. Like, Pokemon on a second watch, there's, there's nothing. At least Digimon has thoughts, I guess. Digimon has sort of questions and character thoughts and stuff. Pokemon is it's just so, so Pokemon. <laughs> like, it's fun, but it, it's just so bland as well. It's very Pokemon in the worst Pokemon way. Yeah, it's very much just they took the template and stuck to it. It was just the episode for the sake of an episode. At least Digimon, it gave... A personality to Blackwell Greymon, which is more than most characters, funnily enough. Blackwell Greymon has more personality than like half the Digitestin kids right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's kind of like dull and broody and like, oh, that, that angsty, that very stereotypical angsty character, but yeah, at least he has a personality. Yeah, like there's room there for a character arc. And I can't wait to see how they mess it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Let's give Digimon the point. It does make the score at 16 all. 16-16. It's all tied up. There were uh, a couple things in Pokemon that were quite Digimon-y though. That I just wanted to mention. Just like the the Wooper swimming in the water reminded me a lot of Gomamon. Just in how they're animated and stuff. I got that sort of vibe from them. They're aquatic, yeah. Fishy kind of things. Seal, axolotl, basically the same thing. Yeah, they are pretty similar. There's something else. Oh yeah, like the mushrooms just reminded me of Digimon as well. I think of season one's mushroom and mushrooms of forgetfulness. It's like, okay, sure, <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? And we never mentioned, but Wobbuffet is in the episode. Ah, oh, Buffet. Yeah, I mentioned Wobbuffet because I mentioned them not being dumb and not doing something about how rare Wobbuffet is. Oh yeah, of course. My bad. They're just like. Uh, we need to find a rare Pokemon. Wobbuffet is behind Jesse. If only we could find a rare Pokemon. Wobbuffet. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, you idiots. Come on. You could easily sell Wobbuffet to a collector for so much money. But don't. He's too precious. Yeah. I'm- and must be protected. Again, I don't want Wobbuffet to leave. I'm just saying Team Rocket are idiots. Now we have a reason why they can survive all the blasting off. Because Wobbuffet uses safeguard every time. I, I am tired, boy. So we should finish. Okay. Get some sleeps. Yes. Let's finish up. Next time, we'll be discussing the 33rd episodes, Tunnel Vision and A Chance Encounter. Chancy episode? The Digimon title sounds like a Pokemon title. Which one's the Digimon? Digimon is A Chance Encounter. Oh. And Pokemon is Tunnel Vision. Huh, okay. Interesting. Very interesting. How bizarre. Very strange. Very peculiar. We shall find out why later, I suppose. If you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter and in the Moncast Discord, and you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut for just $2 a month. And of course, a big thank you to Chizai for joining me this week again. Uh, Where can the people find you? Places. Anywhere specific? There's Twitter... 
there's Tumblr, there's the podcast Discord, I'm also on DeviantArt, that's about it. But she can't be found on the moon, so don't go there. So, all the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to a few people that sent us like emails and reviews lately. Well, I won't read out the full names, but thank you to Thomas, who sent us an email, and they are a new listener, and they're binging through the podcast and loving what they're hearing, so that's really cool. They're going to be so disappointed when they get to my part. I've no idea how far behind they are, so it could be literal months before they hear this, but we got your email. Thank you! I probably should reply. (laughs) (laughs) Stevie! I am bad at managing my time. What else is there? We got a review. It was an iTunes review. It was on Apple Podcasts from John C., who I believe has previously supported on Patreon as well, so this is awesome. It says, This show is a great time, especially for those that enjoy or at the very least remember either Pokemon, Digimon, or both. The main host likes to have a laugh every now and again and gets along with the co-host of the week. It's very refreshing to have a podcast where the host both knows what he's talking about and yet can still have a bit of fun. Pokemon and Digimon are not shows to take too serious anyway, but enjoy both the actions and silliness, especially of the 90s and early 00s. And then it goes, Remember the... And cuts off. Cut off at remember the... I don't know what I was supposed to remember. Maybe it was a typo and they didn't realise it was a typo? Maybe it's a very important message. Maybe the fate of the world depends on this message. He was going to give us a secret of the universe and we missed it. No! <gasps> but yeah, they gave us five stars. And this was like two weeks ago. But iTunes doesn't notify us. But we saw it now. So thank you very much for that, John C. Awesome. Just says, great show to listen to and a lot of fun. Yay! We did it! We did it! We did it! We got positive feedback! Yeah! Validation! Hooray! And Thomas, I will hopefully have emailed you. If it's been months and you've not heard back, then I didn't, and I'm really sorry. Feel free to email us again whenever you want. Yeah, send us emails and all that stuff. Pretty much the first person to email us. So, congratulations, I guess. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. We're both tired. We need to go sleep and question our existences for a bit. Well, I need to wake up. I I need to not. Go relax and take it easy. Get some sleeps. And then next time, we can do more stuff. Yeah! But until next time, thank you for listening for like the twelfth time. And bye-bye! 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 I'm going to to share a video with you now just because I will forget otherwise. Okay. (laughs) But you should watch it after the podcast. Let me find the one. Here it is. How do I share? The video I'm sharing with her is a Sonic the Hedgehog, like the 2006 game, um, fan dubbed in real time. Oh, you've mentioned this before, yeah. (laughs) It is the best thing. It's so good. It's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah, I need to <laughs> I need to look at this. God, anything related to Sonic 2006 is just the best thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much good came out of that game. So much hilarious <laughs> content. It's just a bad game, but <laughs> it did the so much dub. good. The fan dub makes it so much better. Mm-hmm. And they did the, the Sonic Adventure games as well. So that's another one to look at. They're so good. Oh, and the Spider-Man. Spider-Man PS4 fan dub. It's so good. It's all so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
Anyway, that's something funnier for the listeners to go to after this. <laughs> yes. But she can't be found on the moon, so don't go there. I I mean, I could go to the moon. I'm not going to, but I could. People have gone to the moon. <laughs> wow. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I laugh. Just people have gone to the moon. Yeah, right? That's how that yeah. works. I could go. People have gone. Never mind sure. the the lifetime worth of training you have to go through to to be able to do that but uh yeah i could do it i could do it (laughs) (laughs) you can do it stick to what you know i don't know just let's just sing some high school musical now (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that is high school musical oh my gosh (laughs) it is it sticks to the status quo oh my gosh that's right oh my gosh high school musical sometimes i forget that's a thing and then i remember that's a thing (laughs) it's a good thing it was a net good for the world. It was, yes. It was interesting. If only high school was actually that <laughs> that interesting. All that musical. Yeah. Life was just... So cool. Life was a musical, that'd be great. It would be great. Just people randomly break out in a song. It's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> you, hear, you hear a crowd of people Wait. singing, we're all in this together, and you just run into the crowd and start singing too. It's like, yeah! <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> Ah, why do we get off topic so so easily? <laughs> we're supposed to be doing an outro, and now it's like high school musical. I forgot how far it's the best. How far we got? I think you were to the thanking people. Flowers are important. Flowers are the best. Except for when they're not alive, because then it's just confusing. That didn't rhyme. I am disappointed in you. Doesn't need to. I don't think. Was that a rule? I didn't know. <laughs> I'd prefer if it rhymed if you're going to sing. Rhyme and sing don't rhyme. You broke your <laughs> what home. What are we doing? Rule. I don't what know. What are we doing? This will be the outro music of us just saying random stuff. <laughs> no, it won't, because there won't be a tune. Tune, tune. Something, something. Good enough. <laughs> I don't know. I'll find something about a flower, maybe. Who knows? <laughs>